Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to This Song Is Yours, a music podcast where we chat to a new guest each week, talk about their life and creative endeavours and talk to them about some of the music they love. Our show works by chatting to our guests about music their songwriting techniques, and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 181. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Kat Edwards. The Tasmanian-born singer-songwriter returned late last week with her second EP, entitled Best Bad News. In today's episode, we're speaking with Kat about the evolution of her songwriting, expanding her artistry outside of music, and a slightly twisted music video for Best Bad News. Here we go. Our guest today is a brilliant indie singer-songwriter from Tasmania, Australia. Having recently toured the country with Greta Ray, she's now released her beautiful second EP, which is entitled Best Bad News. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Kat Edwards. Hello, how are we? Hi, good, thank you. How are you going? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Kat. Um, It's a bit of an exciting time for you, but you're also not with us in Australia. You're currently overseas in in London at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's correct, yeah. Um, Been here for two weeks now and I've got another uh, three and a bit weeks to go, so... Beautiful. That's a pretty, uh, pretty lengthy trip. Yeah, yeah, I'm loving it. I really, I want to move here now after um, coming here. <laughs> That's very fair. I feel like there's always that little part of when you go on, I know you're not on holiday, I know that you are there for other purposes as well, but there's always that thing of the, when you enjoy yourself to a certain degree, you're like, I could move here, I could definitely see myself <laughs> living here. Yeah, and then I looked at the rent prices and I was like, oh, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, I'm glad that uh, we're not losing you to the UK as of yet. (laughs) Um, Mm. It is a very exciting time for you at the moment, Kat. As of last week, your brand new uh, EP, Best Bad News, uh, came out. Congratulations. This is a uh, a gorgeous EP. Thank you. Yeah, it feels good to get it out. Get it out there. It has um, it has been building. There's a few tracks that have kind of been slow released over over the last year or two. how long have you kind of been sitting on this full collection of songs and been ready to to release them to the world? Uh, maybe since last year, maybe like December of last year. Or yeah, um, they've kind of been ready in my mind for a long time. <laughs> um, but obviously, that yeah, like the mastering and mixing stage um, can take a while. But yeah. A long time. Feels feels good to be getting them out. Of course, I can only imagine. Um, this is the first 
full body of work from yourself. As I mentioned, there have been singles, but this is the first EP since 2017 with your first EP sunk. And I, Kat, you yourself, you are quite young. I know you never ask a lady her age, but I believe you're in your early 20s. <laughs> and so that EP yeah. would have been when you're in your teens, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that was the, when I was 17, I think. Yeah. The, the sonic difference, the songwriting difference, the the leaps and bounds that you've made between these two EPs are incredible because, and that's not to discredit that first EP, but you can see the growth and the change and the, um, what is the word? I know that there's a better word for growth, but it is it is a beautiful, beautiful EP. And I'm, I'm curious, I guess, in, in that time, in the last five years or so, for yourself, how do you feel that you've changed both I guess, songwriting-wise, musically, and just in, just in general? Um, well, probably the biggest thing is I've started going to therapy um, <laughs> since that first EP. <laughs> so I think that that made a massive difference. Um, and also just, like, songwriting-wise, um, I think I used to be very, like... Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, penned into a certain to a certain way of writing um, because I wanted to be like the female equivalent of Bonnie Ver, and um, and then I just realised that songwriting can be so much more than that if you want it to be. Um, not to discredit them, but uh, like I just wanted to stop making all these rules for myself and stop trying to be, you know, and do only folk and, um, you know, it has to be this certain style of writing where you're not really giving the listener um, too much information about yourself. Um, And I've just found such a joy in um, being really honest in my lyrics lately and really writing as though it's just something that I've written in a diary. yeah, I really like the way I write now in comparison to before. Of course, the the songs on this EP, I actually don't think that the Australian female equivalent of Bon Iver is, like, far off. There's no... Um, <laughs> it, it's not, like, an immediate thing, but I feel like the range that you've got on this EP, like, um, uh, what is it, Safety is vastly different from um, Best Bad News, which is uh, different from, uh, what was the other track? Uh, is it Perfect Perfect Dancer? A Pretty Dancer. I want to make sure I got the song title right. A Pretty Dancer, sorry. I knew there pretty was a pain. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> the, but the range sonically throughout all these tracks is just, it's incredible. And I think that there is, like, as, as I've already said, and you've said that there is a growth in these songs. Um, I'd, I'd like to kind of discuss if it's okay. I know you, you said that therapy has helped with these kind of working out your emotions and what you want to sing about and write about. Um, the first track I kind of wanted to discuss today was the title track, Best Bad News. I believe that it's it was written in the... or about the those early stages of a relationship and kind of seeing how much of your real self you let out compared to the... Um, the idea or the image <laughs> of, yeah. of what people want to see. And I'm just curious where, I guess, the, the idea or catalyst of this came from and, and where you went, yep, this is a good idea for a song and kind of ran with that. Yeah, so um, I was, 
I'd just gotten out of a long-term relationship, my first ever proper, I would say, relationship. And um, I was starting to casually date people um, and this one person who was a musician themselves and I, we were seeing each other for a little bit and, um, yeah, I guess I was just having those, like, um, I remember saying to my friend, like, I think I'm in trouble um, because, as in, like, they were bad news because I just could tell that I would like them yeah. um, more than just, like, a casual thing. Um, and I guess where that idea, that idea had come from, because I've always said um, in, like, a cheeky way, I guess, that someone could be bad news or um, trouble or whatever. Um, so that's kind of where that idea came from. And then I was in the studio with Dylan Nash, who I am producing a new EP with right now, and he did pretty much nearly all of the songs on this one. Um, we were co-writing one day with um, Jacob Thomas, and we, yeah, just came up with this, like, funny little tune that um, was, I guess, referencing um, Caroline Polachek's um, So Hot You're Hurting My Feelings. Just that funny, like... I don't know, just I love that idea of like someone being so good looking that it's making you upset. And I same kind of <laughs> feeling I wanted to capture with best bad news, you know. Um, yeah, just keeping that you want your most perfect self um, put forward to them so that, you know, they like you and um, yeah, you're just falling very quickly for someone, I guess. Now that you've mentioned it, I can kind of hear the like the start of best bad news and the start of so hot you're hurting my feelings i can actually hear the i guess the reference in that that's um that's an incredible yeah. little easter egg thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, um, yeah we love caroline <laughs> oh brilliant brilliant artist we, we can discuss her till the cows come home um uh the the music video for the track as well i feel is a is a beautiful retelling of kind of what can go wrong um in a relationship and kind of trying to win someone back, but it does involve puppets. I will make sure I put the yeah. link to the video in this podcast episode when it does come out to those people listening. Um, but, and it took a turn as I was watching it, I thought I knew where it was going and then I didn't. <laughs> so kudos on the twist at the end. That's quite good. But, um, where did the idea for this video come from? Um, so Jacob, who I wrote the song with also shoots music videos and, um, we were just voice memoing each other back and forth um, throughout the process and I had always had this idea of wanting to have some type of, um, like, almost like the office kind of music video where you do the Zooms and stuff like that. <laughs> and um, I had this idea of this animal. I wasn't sure what it was going to be, but I wanted someone to dress up in a costume and, like, follow me around. And then Jacob came back with that idea and, like, worked on it and came back and he's like, hey, sent me, like, a voice memo basically explaining the whole plot, being like, so we're going to get puppets and at the <laughs> end, like, um, the other puppet's actually going to die and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this sounds crazy, but I love it. Like, it sounds <laughs> like a fever dream. But it's, um, yeah, I, I think it's just nice to create something that's so light in... in in like, a, I don't know, it was nice to have a comedic um, music video for once instead of, you know, serious and 
Of course, so. of course. Well, you, you've done, you both of you have done very well with the video. And as I said, I'll make sure it is in the show notes of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned it before, you've been writing for a while when you were in your, your teenage years. Um, Kat, do you remember what kind of initially got you into music and got you inspired to, to try and learn an instrument and to, to songwrite yourself? Um, I think it was mainly coming from one of my brothers. Um, he knew how to play music, knew how to play guitar and was very into music and often we would like sing together. Um, and I was always wanting to sing. Like I remember singing to myself like in the backyard and like in the garden at our house, our family home, singing like somewhere over the rainbow just to myself. Um, and then... Yeah, I guess seeing him was very inspiring for me and I um, remember I wanted, like, a guitar for Christmas one time and I didn't get one, but then he took me out to get one. Like, we went to the local music store after Christmas to get one and that was, like, a big moment. And then ever since that, I, like, you know, he taught me how to play chords and then I just got obsessed with, like, learning piano and um, or keyboard, I should say. <laughs> and guitar and just, yeah, just became really into music. And then um, I was actually kind of quite sporty at the time as well, which was funny because I was doing hockey and that was what I wanted to do. I was so set on being an athlete. Um, that was like a dream to be that one day. And then um, music came along and I just kind of like realised that that clicked for me way more. Um and yeah, I don't know. It's funny how that happens. I wanted to be a writer as well when I was younger. Um, like I would write short stories, so I guess that kind of goes hand in hand. Um, of like music and songwriting. Yeah, definitely. The, yeah. These days I feel that... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. And it, in the past, there always has been, um, your, you know, your multi-hyphenate kind of artists where people will be an actor and a musician or whatever it may be. And I feel like especially in 2022 that that's quite common that artists aren't just pigeonholed into one thing. You can kind of do a range of different things. Is it something that... Um, you would like to explore, I guess. Would you look at continuing to both write, maybe write a book or, or author of something while still doing your music as well? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think I'd like to write something eventually, like maybe when I'm a little bit older. 
Um, because I keep a diary and I think it would be fun to take those diaries and make some sort of, like, biography or something. Or, like, maybe not even a biography, maybe like a, like a fictional story but based on everything I went through in the music industry. Um, and, like, using real events but, like, changing the names and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> but also, like, yeah, I've, like, I've spoken to my team, like, a little bit about how I'd like to do acting and, um, yeah, there's heaps of things I want to do, I guess, instead of um, I don't want to just be a musician. I'd even like to be in the industry in other ways as well, um, write for other people, um, you know, in the future, I'm, I would consider being even a manager for other artists and, yeah, just things like that. So definitely not pigeonholing myself, I don't think. I think that, um, as we discussed, that music video, you've already got your start in comedic acting, so that's uh, the first <laughs> IMDb entry and then from there we just yeah. build it up from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do you find yourself often when you are writing music, because it can sometimes happen that uh, songwriters will write something that they think is for themselves and it doesn't quite fit, it's not quite the right vibe or whatever kind of word you want to use for it. I know you just mentioned writing for others. Have you come across anything within your own songs that you've kind of put aside and thought maybe that would be better for someone else or it isn't right for me? Yeah, I have a lot of the time when I co-write, I'll get that feeling of where I don't really... Um, I don't think the song's me because I think my songs are really personal. So whenever I co-write, it doesn't feel um, as me, I guess, because I've written with someone else. Um, but generally, gen generally, <laughs> I will rework the songs in my own, own time and then it will feel like mine. So I think what I'd like to start doing is just in those co-write sessions or even when I just write my own song that I don't think is the, I don't know, um, the energy that I'm wanting to put out under this project, it'd be nice to keep them, keep them away from everything else and um, start giving them to other people or sending them on and seeing if another artist would like um, to use them. Because, like, I have been asked as well, like, if I do write, um, if I have any songs for someone or... Um, can write for someone else. So, yeah, it's definitely something that I could do if I wanted to do it. That's awesome. That's very, very cool. Yeah. Are you someone who, um, are you a lyrics person first or are you a melody person first or does it just kind of depend on the, the inspiration that day, if you will? Mm. Um, it goes hand in hand. Um, so I always write together like when I'm actually sitting down to write a song but always I'll get like um one lyric or a phrase in my head and I'll write that down in my notes and that could be anywhere like I could be walking down the street or driving or um something and I'll just get a sentence or one word even um but yeah I'm very very lyric focused to the point that like I think it can be frustrating for people that I work with <laughs> like the slightest change I think makes the biggest difference um yeah in, but yeah both hand in hand I guess in if you don't mind me asking in what way do you think it's frustrating for them <laughs> because it's like it's me sitting there for ages agonizing over um you know oh should it should it be 
the or and, you know, <laughs> like it'll, it'll be something as small as that and, um, the, you know, I guess it's more like, okay, like let's finish the song though. But for me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, but in verse one where I have like <laughs> and instead of the, like what should, what should it be, you know? And it's just, I mean, obviously that's not the actual words that I'm using in the songs, but like it can be something as minor as that. But for me, it makes such a big difference to how the listener will receive the song. So I just keep going over and over and over. Yeah, well, at, at the end of the day, it is, it's your name on the project. You're the one singing these songs day in, day out. So I think it's very fair if you decide whatever word it may be, um, that it kind of makes that, mm. that it's perfect for you because, again, you are the one who has to live with that <laughs> song for years to come. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kat, I know that you, uh, as you mentioned, you're in the UK for another number of weeks. Um, when that does happen, a uh, very quick side story, and it will link in, and I promise, um, <laughs> Uh, speaking with your lovely publicist, uh, we'll give a shout out to her, to Shari, absolute legend. Shari. <laughs> um, She's the She best. is incredible. One of our favourites here at, at the podcast. Um, she, <laughs> uh, when we were kind of discussing what's coming in the next few months, one of the easiest yeses that I've ever said to an interview was to yourself. Um, my wife and I oh. saw you play in Adelaide, I think about a month and a half ago, somewhere in June. Um, and it was incredible. So it was an absolute, mm. it was a no-brainer to say yes um, and, and have you on the podcast. So firstly, just want to say thank you very much for that night because other than, I think the sound tech had a few issues in that first song. Other than that, you were brilliant. Oh, my God, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> wow, that was that <laughs> night. Oh, wow. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm like blushing. Uh, <laughs> um, that's very sweet. Uh, no, of course, of course. Well, uh, so where I'm kind of going with this, once Australia does get you back in a few weeks, can we expect to see you back on the road playing shows in support of the EP? I think that's the plan. Um, obviously, it's just so hard at the moment with touring. That's the only issue is that um, I don't think that people are realising how the effect of COVID has really just... Um, change the touring world forever maybe for artists and not even the lack of because I think people are coming to gigs because they've missed out um, but it's more that flights are just so expensive now like um, and they seem to just keep being expensive like they I don't know that you don't seem to get the cheap flights anymore and when you're taking a whole band with you like a backing band that I would be bringing it just really starts to add up. So it's more a cost thing. Um, but obviously I'd love to tour the EP um, maybe in, like, October or something. But, yeah, that's obviously a dream. Like, that's that would be amazing. Yeah, of course. It does oh. seem... We've spoken to a few bands in Australia and Australian bands where it does seem, yeah, just at the moment, logistics-wise, it seems, whether it be... Travelling, uh, insurance, making sure that everything is set for the gig. It seems like it's just a very difficult time. So obviously we understand that that is going on in the background. We hope to see you touring when you are um, back in Australia. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Kat, uh, before we let you go, we would usually ask our guests what they're currently listening to, if there is anything at the moment that's kind of on high rotation for yourself. Mm. 
Um, because I'm recording at the moment, I haven't really been listening to much. Um, it's just something that, like, I do. I think it's, like, to not get influenced too much by something. Um, but I guess I've been... Oh, you know who I have been listening to? I've been listening to a lot of, like, old, like Radiohead, which I always do, but just, like... That's just, like, my comfort music, I guess. And then I've been listening to Julia Jacqueline's new stuff and it's been so good. So go Julia Jacqueline. <laughs> another, <laughs> it's been really beautiful. Another um, incredible Australian female singer-songwriter. Both, I would say that there are similarities between the two of you. I think both of you have very unique and, and beautiful voices. Um, but solid picks, Radiohead and Julia Jacqueline. Great choices. Um, Kat... Thank you very much for being on the podcast and congratulations <laughs> again on the EP, which is out now. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And that's our show. A massive thank you to Kat Edwards for her time. Best Bad News is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream the EP or watch the music video. We also want to give a huge shout out to Shari at Great Company Collective for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning. We now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the player's profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.